0: Hey, how are you? It's Christy Lee here and welcome to episode number 129 of the People Powered Business Podcast. It's great to have you here today. Welcome to this week's episode. I might just put a little warning on today's episode that I might get a little bit bossy in today's episode. Not too bossy, just a nice gentle reminder um, about something that is just so important when it comes to our team. But before we dive into today's episode, it has been a while since I've introduced myself on the podcast and we have some new listeners with us. So if you are new to the podcast, welcome. It's wonderful to have you here. And I thought I'd take a moment today to just uh, reintroduce myself to our regular listeners and to welcome our new listeners. If I haven't met you before, hi, my name's Christy Lee, I'm obviously the host of this podcast, but I'm also a HR practitioner and I've been working with small to medium-sized businesses on all things HR for 20 years or so now. I'm the founder of People Powered HR, which is, I believe, the best place for Australian businesses to get HR support on demand to do with anything to do with their team in a really cost-effective and available way. I also co-host the Grow Your Influence podcast with the wonderful Juliet Robinson, who is a leadership expert, and I work with businesses to help them overcome and avoid staffing, stress, and headaches by helping them to put in place practices and processes to protect their business, to help them hire the right people at the right time for the right roles, and most importantly, to leverage those people to get the very best out of our teams and to engage people so that our businesses are productive and profitable, but aren't entirely reliant on us. I am all about helping business owners get the success they deserve from their business whilst also enjoying freedom for their business. Because I truly believe that small business is the place to be in Australia and internationally. I love small business. Um, I've grown up in a small business family. I know that employees much prefer working in small businesses. They are truly the backbone of our economy um, and our lifestyle. And what frustrates me or upsets me, I guess the most, is seeing business owners work ridiculous hours, night and day, never getting a day off, certainly never getting a holiday to what end. So my job is to help you get freedom from your business through your people. And so quite often here on the podcast, we're talking about topics that will help you achieve exactly that. And today's episode is no different. Today's episode is titled very simply and perhaps a little bluntly, document, document, document now as members of people powered hr will know this is a mantra that i that i tend to refer to quite often when i'm having discussions with business owners and leaders within businesses and it comes to their staffing issues in fact many of our members have a notebook that has document 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 written right on the front of it just so they can't forget because i think it is such an important and to be honest really easy thing that we can be doing to ensure that we and our businesses are protected and here's what I want to specifically focus on today. We never think that taking notes is important until we realize just how important those notes were and I'm going to share a little story about that. We sometimes get confused about what we should be documenting and when, and sometimes people can go a little OTT on the documentation, um, which is great. I'd much prefer more detail bit less, but if it's preventing productivity in the workplace, that's not ideal either. And I want to talk to you about why documentation is so important, some of the risks that really are in play if you don't have documentation in place if you haven't taken the notes so let's start with the first point and that is this we never think we're going to need to rely on our notes until we do need to rely on our notes now i've fallen guilty to this as well so i'm certainly not immune and i'm much better at recognizing this now if i think i'm going to remember something i'm almost certainly not going to remember something (laughs) I don't know whether you can uh, relate to that, but I think I'll I'll remember that. I won't remember that. I've got 75,000 other things going on in my mind that I'm not going to recall the exact wording that I used in a meeting with one of my team three months ago. I'm simply not. And likelihood is, neither are you. So relying on our memories is never ideal, particularly when we're busy people. As business owners and entrepreneurs, we always are. Add in family responsibilities, parenting, looking after elderly parents, uh, social responsibilities, all the other things we do in life, we really aren't going to remember the exact conversation we had with our employee three months ago about that performance issue as much as in that moment we might think that we can rely on our memory. So we tell ourselves this story that because this is so important and front of mind right now that, of course, it's going to be locked in and edged into our memory forever. But it's simply not the case. And I don't know about you, but I struggle to remember conversations I might have had yesterday or last week sometimes. Yet, oddly, I can remember things that I had to memorize for my HSC exams, which were a very long time ago because I etched them into my brain so clearly. But these incidental conversations, we simply won't remember. And the other trap that we fall into is we think either the conversation isn't important enough to document or that we don't need to document it because whatever we say is right and will win and will trump whatever our employee says down the track. Or the employee is never going to argue what was said in this meeting because why would they? Let me share with you something. They will, particularly if they've got agreements on their hand. And they really do have the ability to completely reconstruct what happened in a conversation. And if we don't have notes in place, that's a real problem. I'm going to talk about that in a little moment. But something completely off topic from employee and employer relationships really reminded me of the importance of note taking recently. Now, I don't know whether I've shared this on the podcast before, but I have a particular interest in criminal behavior and and criminology generally. I actually studied forensic psychology at uni. I have an interest in the way criminals' minds work. That sounds a little dark. It's really not. Um, And so I uh, I therefore have quite an interest in um, real crime stories. And I, obviously, I have podcasts. I love to listen to podcasts as well. And I've recently been listening to the Teacher's Trial podcast Um, which if any of you are familiar with the Teacher's Pet series, it's uh, a podcast being created by the journalistic team at The Australian uh, about a murder trial, obviously. Now, specifically what reminded me about the importance of note-taking is in this trial, and the podcast has been discussing, you know, the trial generally, um, there's a piece of evidence that's been submitted, which is a diary with handwritten notes from the mother of the missing person, effectively, without getting into detail. And these notes were written without this individual ever, ever even conceiving that these notes would be important to anything, even though, you know, some of these notes, obviously, that they're referring to are after the individual went missing. Yet now, many, many decades after the event, these notes have been tendered in court as evidence and are actually a very important part of the stream of evidence that's going on with this case. And I think this highlights just perfectly the fact that we never think we're going to need the notes that we make about anything until we do. And the value that those notes can bring, even handwritten notes in a diary, to matters that might happen down the track Nothing as serious as a murder trial for most of us, but employee performance management, certainly, you just don't know how much you need to rely on those. And when you've got them there to fall back on, they just provide so much value. And I thought as I was listening to some of these episodes of this podcast series, it reminded me the importance of this process of documenting things, documenting things that happen in the workplace and certainly documenting conversations And that really leads me to my next point. What should we be documenting and when do we need to document? Because like I said at the beginning, I've certainly seen people go a little OTT and have a document for a document for a document, if you know what I mean. And that's not necessary, but we definitely need to be documenting key things that happen in our workplace. Now, from a best practice perspective, you do really want to be documenting your team meetings and absolutely your toolbox talks if you are in an industry sector that from a workplace health and safety perspective needs to hold toolbox talks because they are your record that you've trained an employee on a particular procedure, that you've briefed them on a particular policy or a safety risk or a safety issue and your team meetings um, similarly, well, those team meetings are a record of discussions that you've had perhaps about work in progress, which is team meetings often cover those things, but also it might be about a policy update a procedural update, um, a change that you're trying to make in the workplace, and you might be having that discussion with the team as a whole, but having that on record through having minutes to your team meetings, having a note taker possibly, or just even having um, brief notes being taken by yourself in the team meeting means that you have that record. So when someone comes back to you and says, I didn't know about that, you can say, well, you were at this team meeting where we discussed it and here's the record that we discussed it. So team meetings, definitely, you want to be keeping a record of, even if you're just keeping the minutes um, that were itemized in terms of the topics that were going to be discussed. Absolutely, any time, formally or informally, that you are addressing performance or behavior issues with an employee, even if it's just a casual conversation about, hey, I just noticed this, it's not really how we do things around here, please change, or this is how I'd prefer to see that happen. Even if it's a casual conversation at their workstation in the kitchen, but you are discussing anything to do with a performance or behavior issue, take notes, document it, It does not have to be lengthy, and it does not have to take you a lot of time. It can be a handwritten note in your diary. It can be a note on the employee file if you've got a HR information system that you're using. It could certainly be a note that you uh, just create and have it saved somewhere for reference. It doesn't matter how you document it, but if you ever discuss something to do with behaviour or performance at work, keep a record of it. Now. I will go further to that and say, if you are having a formal discussion about behavior or performance at work with an employee, a formal sit down, you definitely want to document that in more detail in writing. And I would be giving the employee a copy of that document, which would detail the discussion points, the agreed outcomes or changes or the resolutions. It would detail any follow-up that had been agreed to, and the changes that had been agreed to be made. So if you are having an informal discussion, it can be just a little file note. If you are having a formal discussion, then you want it documented in writing in a letter that you're going to give to the employee. Any notes that you make or you document about an employee, in my mind, the best place for them is with the employee's HR file. Now, that could be anywhere depending on how you do things in your business. Some of you will have like SharePoint or Dropbox folders that are locked off. You could have a a space for notes in there. Some of you will be running employee files in a more robust HR information system that will have a place to store notes if you have one of those. Um, If you've got manual employee files, no dramas, print out the email, write it handwritten, type it up and put it in their file. Um, Even if your employee files are and not ideally stored in email um, inboxes. Put it in there. Doesn't matter what the how you do it. Just create the record, date the record, make notes of what was discussed, what was agreed to, and what outcomes or changes we're looking to make. And I quite often get asked, "Do I need to give an employee copies of all of these, um, you know, notes that you might make about them?" and If it's a formal meeting, like I said before, yes, absolutely. But if it's an informal discussion and you just are making a note for your own record, no, you do not need to give a copy of that to the employee. So why is documenting so important? Why is it something that I bang on about constantly? And why do I get so caught up in this being so important? In a nutshell, documenting discussions we have with our employees, particularly around performance and behavior issues, are a way that we can confirm what agreements have been made and what expectations have been set in that meeting. They can be a real sanity saver for us as leaders. Now, I don't know whether you've had this scenario. I've definitely had it. And I know many of the businesses I work with have it, is, you know, you've had a discussion with an employee. Yet things keep going around in circles and they're kind of giving you this impression that maybe you're going a little crazy and possibly you, um, maybe you didn't say what you think you said or you're you're losing the plot and you haven't had that conversation or you didn't say what you thought you said because they've clearly not understood it and they're making you feel like you've gone a little crazy, right? Have you ever had that experience? So having these notes is a great sanity saver for you to be able to refer back and say, no, hold on. I definitely did say that. I've written down that I said that. Obviously, the key reason that I would love you to have documentation of these discussions in place is that it protects you and your business should the worst case scenario happen. And unfortunately, in the world of work that I do, Uh, particularly with some of the major issues that I am asked to get involved in, in workplaces. Too often, documents haven't been made when they could have. Notes have not been taken about meetings and the business is left very, very exposed to risk. And when I say risk, I mean legal recourse. I mean complaints being lodged with the Fair Work Commission. I mean uh, employees being able to make grievance complaints, and potentially having quite a big financial impact on the business. So having notes of these discussions really protects you should the worst case scenario happen. Now, of course, I don't want the worst case scenario to happen to any of you and none of you would expect it to happen in your business, but it happens. I am reminded of it at least on a monthly basis where I will talk to businesses who say, I never thought it would come to this, or I never thought the employee would act in this way or make this claim or say these things. It simply didn't happen. But because we've got no evidence that it simply didn't happen or no evidence to say you've had this conversation about their performance, then it becomes a he said, she said situation. And I use that just as a generalized term. It could be a she said, she said, obviously. But it becomes one of those situations where it's one party's word against the other. And it's really hard to make progress when we get to that stage where one party is adamantly stating this happened and another party is adamantly stating that didn't happen. We're at a loggerheads. And there's often not a great many avenues to move forward. So having these notes really removes that sense of confusion about who said what and when because you've taken notes of it. And of course, it is extraordinarily helpful to have these notes in place when it comes to performance review time. When you're looking at performance reviews and you think, oh, things haven't been great this last quarter or this last six months or even this last year, but you can't remember. Like I said, we will not remember these things. So we um And if we don't have the notes, we've got nothing to refer back to. So it becomes super helpful in these performance management scenarios where we need to refer back to the issues that we'd raised throughout that last performance period and have that robust discussion. If we've got no notes and we don't have a clear memory, which we won't, then it's going to be really, really hard to leverage that information in a performance management scenario or in a performance review meeting. So it becomes very, very tricky. So I think that's enough rabbiting on about the importance of documentation, but I'm hoping that you can take away today that we never think making notes is going to be important until it is, until we need to rely on them. We need to be documenting any discussion we have with any team member that involves an instruction around process or policy, that involves a performance or behaviour issue, or that involves a complaint against another staff member. And you want it, depending on the formality of those discussions will depend on what type and level of documentation you want to be doing, but document and take notes to some capacity. Because when you have those notes in place and you have those documents in place, your business is protected. You as the responsible person in your business are protected. Confusion is removed. We have a confirmation of what agreements and commitments were made and you have a clear way to move forward. So if you don't take documents or notes right now when you have staff discussions, please, please start for your own sake, for your business's sake, for your sanity's sake. It will really be a big headache and time saver for you in the future. Now, before I go today, I have an invitation for you. If you would like to join in a discussion with other business owners and leaders and managers in relation to note-taking for your employees or anything else when it comes to your HR, I'd love for you to join us over in our free Facebook group, HR Support for Australian Businesses. You can find us over in Facebook group by searching that term, but the link will be directly in today's show notes. So wherever you're listening to this podcast episode, just click the show notes, click the link and request to join the group. And I look forward to welcoming you there. That is it for me for this week. This week, I should say, thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast and I look forward to chatting to you again next week. Take care.